actually is pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was not aware of that. I think one of the most interesting aspects of Milwaukee is the fact that it's the only major American city to have ever elected three socialist mayors. Does this guy know how to party or what? Now is the time. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. All right, so we last did a show after the Royal Rumble. Yes. So we got a couple of weeks and a half to catch up on. You said that like Trent Barretta says his name with a question mark. <laughs> yes. I've been catching up on the career of Trent Barretta. On since, Superstars? Since he's back on Superstars yeah. again. <laughs> that makes me mad. I know, man. I'm not, yeah. not mad. I'm glad he's still wrestling on somewhere on TV, but... Yeah, After the whole Drew thing, and he was just a prop. Yeah, he was. They did nothing with it. Look at that. We're already complaining. That's probably <laughs> a record. <laughs> Try to lead in with something positive, and then no. I'm happen. trying to. I'm really trying to be positive, and there there is some positives that came from the negatives that I was talking about on the on the Rumble last time. But All right, hit me. Okay. Well, the, on the last show we kept talking about, or I kept talking about, especially how nothing made sense. It like. Um, yeah, like, the weird random stuff. That yeah, Kelly Kelly coming out and getting into Vicky Guerrero's business, which they still haven't really explained other than, I don't like the way you treat people, so I'm going to take it upon myself to to interfere. Right. So she, apparently, I've come to the conclusion with that one making sense in my own head, because I have to. Go for um, it. That since The Undertaker's gone, she's now the new conscience of the WWE. She's <laughs> taking over that role. So... So whenever he comes back, they'll, like, tag team or something. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be weird. But, yeah, anyway. But that one, but also the fact that uh, the new Nexus, I don't, I don't like calling them that. The Nexus. Just call them the Nexus. Yeah. I hate new Nexus. Um, new anything is bad. Yeah. Um, the Nexus attacking Randy Orton and costing him the title when they were pretty much still in a feud with John Cena. Yeah, why did we not... Why, we're usually really good about that whole history thing. Well, we are, but they aren't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we usually are, yeah. and they were this time. The roles yeah. were totally reversed. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I didn't really think about it because, I mean, it was a while ago, and I honestly just didn't think about it. But yeah. it makes sense that he goes back, what, like two years? Yeah, two and a half years two ago half years. when he lost the title for yeah. the first time. Yeah. Cause Without, it was, he didn't lose it in the ring either. Right. It was because um, Orton and the then legacy, which consisted of Manu. Um, yeah, we yeah, got to see Manu see, on yeah, TV again. And Cody <laughs> and Ted. Uh, they attacked Punk in an interview before the. It was the that scramble match. Yeah. Um, Championship scramble yeah. at Unforgiven. So that's when Chris Jericho took his place. He like yeah. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Jericho yeah. just comes Jericho out. Jericho took and, Punk's yeah. place. And Jericho ends up winning that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, because Batista didn't win that night, and it was right. a beautiful night. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's going back two years when he was a babyface, yeah. and now the roles are reversed, but it still makes sense because he's still getting... He, he, CM Punk can hold a grudge. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and no, I like it. And it, it makes sense in retrospect. I wonder if they're... I mean, I hope... I, I'm they, sure they had think, this. You think they just lucked out, like, 
oh, we did this thing, and now we got to make some sense out of it. And there was a writer that's at least been with them for three years. Well, I'm sure CM Punk said something. He's like, hey, like, why not this? Since you did this, let's say this is why. Maybe so, yeah. Um, I guess I know. that also leads me to... that. This will lead into my chamber pick, yeah. and this will also lead into TNA doing the same kind of thing this week. Okay. Yeah. I'm still not watching. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, so I mean that's that's cool. I like history, and they really don't do much as far as history unless it's uh, beneficial to yeah, them. Unless it suits them. Because yeah. as you've mentioned many many times, revisionist history is mm-hmm. rampant in the WWE. Oh yes. So unless it's like I said, unless it, it pertains to something they're doing right now, but um, it's cool. I mean that's fine. I I'm gonna like an Orton Punk match regardless. Yeah. Um, but. At least they made sense out of that one. The Kelly Kelly thing still doesn't make any sense, and it's dumb. Now, help me out here, Chris. Was it just me? I'm re- rewinding back to a couple of weeks. That Kelly Kelly Edge versus Dolph and Lay Cool match. Mm-hmm. On principle, I had every reason to hate that match. Yeah, it was booked as a world title match. Right. Russo rules whoever, right. whichever side pins the other person, yeah. the title goes into that direction on the guy side. I know Josh Matthews said, like, Kelly Kelly's defending the world title, but yeah. I actually tweeted, like, at one point, Michelle McCool was fighting Kelly Kelly for the WWE world title. Exactly. I had every reason yeah. to hate it. Now, was it just... I remember being cooped up in the house all day. A little bit of cabin fever going on. Yeah. I remember being really excited to watch SmackDown that night. Was that what it was for me? That I actually kind of wound up being entertained by the match? Um, I kind of wasn't so much, so... Okay, so it was just my cabin fever? Split decision on that one. Usually I don't ask for someone to tell me how I feel about something, but (laughs) I think I needed help in this instance. Hey, your feelings are valid. I'm not going to tell you how to feel, but (laughs) for me, I was was already dreading it going into it and pissed off initially, so... I don't know. I've been really negative lately, yeah. and I don't mean to be. I'm usually the positive guy. Snap out of it. It's WrestleMania I season. Know. I know. <laughs> they gotta, I know they got to give us better reasons, too. Yeah. We're also bad because ROH doesn't have a TV deal anymore after, right. like, next month. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. The fact that just, we'll just never get to see it. <laughs> never get to see it on actual HDNet. Yeah. Because neither of us have HDNet. And right. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I was trying to find reasons here. Kelly Kelly defends the world heavyweight title for Edge by spearing one of Lay Cool. I can't remember which one. I think it was Layla. <laughs> doesn't matter. But she defended Edge's title. Easiest, I even I remember writing it down in my thoughts that night on yeah. the blog on uh, you know cnjradio.com uh, and Kelly Kelly defends the world heavyweight title with a spear. Easiest title defense ever for Edge. Yeah. I mean that's up there with anybody's easiest defense ever. He right. was camped out in the corner most yeah, he of the barely match. got in that match. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I know what it was about that whole show, though. I think it was because there was somebody new in the booth. That's probably oh. what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was because Booker T is now one of the is the new I'd say analyst for SmackDown. Um, I don't know what you'd call him right now. I think I think color commentator slash ex wrestler means or not ex wrestler, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, is an analyst because they are better about telling what's really going on in that ring. And to an extent, uh, Josh Matthews has that too, but not as much as Booker. Yeah, well, Josh is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how you define the 
the people in the booth at this point. They don't um, have official titles anymore, yeah, that's for sure. There's no like play-by-play and color guy, really, because Michael Cole just goes off and says whatever the hell he wants. God, and, and why is he still on SmackDown if they got Booker yeah, in there? See, they bumped Stryker off the yeah. show. So Wh- where is he? He's, he's nowhere. On, he's on Superstars. Is he on Superstars? Yeah, that's it. And, and maybe, and sometimes, depending on the match listings, he's either on it once or twice. Right. That was a perfect opportunity for Michael Cole not to be on the show anymore. Yeah, is it just like, okay, there's two re- there's two wrestlers in the booth, we can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. But I don't think anybody really thinks of Matt Stryker as a wrestler, hardly. At least most people that watch the show probably don't even remember that he wrestled yeah. briefly. Well, even... Was it... Who, who Jack was Corpella it? can't yeah. even remember that... <laughs> yeah. It seems like... I think he set him up for a joke, because I bought into that. I, yeah. I, I put it on the blog and I left it, because actually I watch the match and I'll pause it at times and yeah. just type a few things, right. go back to watching the match. So I had to stop down right on that. Uh, they're talking about, you know, every superstar's dream is to compete at WrestleMania. Yeah. And Jack Corpella says to Stryker, something you never did, right? Yeah. And he goes, uh, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, which one? He goes, uh, WrestleMania 23 was one of the greatest experiences of my life. He goes, yeah. oh, did you uh, set the ring up? Yeah. <laughs> Break it down. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that but that's kind of true. I mean, yeah. I would like to see what the av- the poll is about who actually... I'm sure most people remember that, or, I don't know, I would venture to say a good portion of people would say, yeah, he was a wrestler, but I would, I would be hard, I think people would be hard-pressed to say, like, anything specifically that he did. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, he even wound up being a manager for a little bit, because he was, he was was a Big Daddy V, he managed Big Daddy V for a while, after uh, he was pretty much done in the ring at that point, so... Because he's a good talker, so it made sense to put him with somebody that wasn't all that good. Right. Yeah, he was in WrestleMania 23. They didn't mention the match, but he was in the... It was the New the Blood. New, the new, it was the New Breed? New Breed. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, New Blood was WCW. Yeah, that's right. Uh, new Breed was Elijah Burke, who is now the Pope, Matt Stryker, Kevin Thorne, and... Was it Corvon? Marcus Corvon? Yes, Marcus Corvon, a.k.a. Monty Brown, versus the ECW Originals, Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, RVD, and the Sandman. That sounds so, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a ticket. So yeah, Matt Stryker did compete at WrestleMania. Yes, yes he did. <laughs> so, I'm sorry we went off. On, I went off on a tear there, but there. <laughs> well, we we deserve to. I'm, I'm mad that Strikers were relegated just to superstars. Yeah, him and Todd Grisham have it. Like, they're having the worst months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The former Slammy Award-winning commentators. Neither one of them are on the big shows. What's Cons- a, that's stupid. Conspiracy theory? And a guy that won a Slammy for throwing up on Jericho's shoes is on every show, well, except Superstars. Yeah. the Superstars is anybody who's... I've said this a hundred times. Anybody who's not watching Superstars and is annoyed by Michael Cole and wants wrestling, right. if you're not watching that, I don't know what you're doing. Right. Because that is your sanctuary from Michael Cole. Yeah. And you get good matches that last at least five minutes. I mean... Usually longer. Um, yeah, usually they're double segment matches. Yeah. Except for maybe the first match. Sometimes it is, though. Double yeah. segments. It's two-man booths each time. And it's Matt Stryker and Jack Corpella on the Raw side, I believe. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure how. They, actually, because the line's kind of blurred. So I guess Josh would be the SmackDown people. That makes sense. Sure. And Josh Matthews is announcing with Scott Stanford, who I like a lot. Yeah, he's And good. they both do great jobs. It's yeah. <laughs> watching... Uh, I was watching. Somebody made the point to me that uh, Scott Stanford sounds like a baseball announcer, yeah. which I actually like 
because I, uh, you know, with my lady here, she uh, she goes, he sounds like a baseball announcer. And she's like, well, that's not a bad thing. And I said, yeah, yeah. it actually kind of legitimizes uh, his calls, I think, because he sounds very professional. So I think it makes okay. it because it, it, usually you get Michael Cole going, well, he's just going to lose the match. Oh, yeah. what's the match? Oh. Right. You got a guy who has a normal voice. <laughs> And it's not boring to me because yeah. he actually makes fun references here and yeah. there, and he knows his stuff. He does. Like, he's a fan. I I was watching uh, one of his early calls because I'm catching up on the, my backlog of superstars while watching the current ones, and uh, he he called like a Northern Lights suplex, like some kind of neckbreaker. I was like, what? No. Yeah. He, yeah. He he That's messes up every once in a while, yeah. and but. Of course, I mean, Michael Cole's always had a blind spot for the Northern Lights as well, so... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> ah, good old jokes. <laughs> so, yeah, Superstars. Ah, it's so, so fun to watch. Yeah, actually, one of my uh, matches of the week comes from Superstars, so... Yes, I believe one of mine will, too. Actually. Keep listening. Yes. And you'll find out. So, yeah, but, you know, the uh, one last thing about the Booker T thing. He came out, and I was excited. He came out and did Spin Rooney. He was in a suit. I'm like, wow, yeah. I think he's actually going to... Oh, he is going to go commentate. Yeah. I know you're gonna have we're gonna have a difference of opinion on this, but it was not the it was not the Booker T that I wanted was, in the booth. It was no. not Black Snow. Black Snow is a one segment deal. <laughs> it is not an entire show every week deal. I, not that I wanted that for the whole show because I might be labeled a hypocrite, right? For wanting that and not Michael Cole, right? But I want like a I want an I want a a middle ground between. I want a blurred line between Black Snow and Booker T in the booth. I, I, I hear what you're saying, because, I mean, I like Booker T, and I think he can do good in the booth, but he really wasn't that good on for, on SmackDown, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like one of those guys, like, he talks really well, like he on seemed, promos. Yeah, he seemed really unsure of himself, and he wasn't really, he wasn't contributing a whole lot in my eyes. The first couple of things, it seemed like maybe he was kind of out of the loop with the product for that's uh, what some. It, that's kind of what it seems like, yeah. Like um, he probably watches at home, but he probably doesn't pay attention. Maybe I'm sure he or... doesn't watch every <laughs> yeah. show all the time. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's maybe a busy they're running guy. shows that night. They're probably running shows that night. Uh, his his promotion in Houston because oh, most yeah. indie wrestling runs Friday nights a lot, so yeah. that might make sense too. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting the fact that maybe he doesn't own a DVR, but I'm sure he does. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably got we, five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've um, seen his house. Yeah, me too. Um, but. I don't know. I think he needs he needs to find his voice because it's it was just the first show. Yeah, he'll get better. Yeah, I, like CM at some Punk, points he wasn't even like talking. Like yeah, CM Punk was kind of like that too when he first they first put him in the booth. He was just kind of making funny references but not really contributing that much to the calls. Yeah. But then he he got better over the the couple months that he did it. He still wasn't like perfect by the time he jumped back in the ring, but he was on his way. You know, yeah. it just takes time. You know, it's funny, I was, like, making the joke, because I know we're not going to do three weeks' worth of best week, worst week. I was right. saying that Christian and Stryker are having the worst months. Right. And then why is it on the other side of the coin? It might be another announcer, Jerry Lawler. Yeah. I mean, that guy's having the best month, isn't he? Yeah. And we'll continue to for February, probably, for the most part, and even money through WrestleMania season. Yeah. It seems like that's where they're going with this whole thing. Yeah, he's... he's if they don't do something between Lawler and Cole at WrestleMania... Then this entire last year that Cole has been doing this garbage is just—I don't know—I don't know why. It'd be all for not. Yeah, because I know. Uh, this past Monday, 
um, on Raw. I nearly turned my TV off. It was so incredibly bad. Oh yeah, the one that just this week. Yeah, this, yeah. When they were in Milwaukee. Yeah, I was I was actually reading your Twitter. There's a yeah. plug for you. I mean, I was I was getting mad. I mean, I was I almost didn't watch the rest of the show. Yeah, because he went. He was just going crazy at one point. It was and it was our, during the Divas match. Well, yeah. Well, before that, when our truth said that, like Green Bay, what's up? And they were in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, he just keeps screaming Milwaukee the whole time. Yeah, he stands up and just yells like. And starts the chant. It's like this is NXT. Or well, something. he didn't start the chant. He well, he joined in on yeah. the, in the chant. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but he just screams and repeats himself like for a minute, and yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. it just makes me so so mad. Yeah, and uh, not in, not in a way where I want to see him get beat up. In a way where I want to turn my TV off, and I almost did. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there might be a few people yelling at the at us right now, going, "That's Vince McMahon saying that in his ear." Well, that's possible. I know he hasn't been in all the TV tapings lately, mm-hmm. but I think he is now. Yeah. And yes, that may be possible. But on the same token, the, you just go out and do it, Vince, because I bet you if you went out and did it, yeah, it would be more entertaining. Yeah, no, it's Cole it's, just has no ability to make that entertaining. It's right. it's effing annoying yeah. to the point where I do want to turn off my TV. Yeah, right. that was horrible. I was turning the sound down, but yeah. if I if I don't listen, I don't get to report about it on the show, yeah. but I really wanted to mute the TV yeah. in the worst way. No, I mean, I was, like, clinching my fist at one point, because it was so, so bad. Yeah. But, um, and then, then later, the Divas match, and, uh, Natalia's in the booth, and of course, for some, whatever reason, he likes Eve now, because he dislikes Natalia. Yeah. So, whatever, I don't care, you don't make any sense. Um. Cole's got heat with the entire Hart clan. Yeah, so, just due to the fact that he dislikes Natalia for whatever reason. He likes Eve now, even though he was bitching about it at the Rumble when she won the title. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. You know I, you know what I like about Natalia? Mm. <laughs> is that what some people may not like about Natalia, but I do, because it makes her unique, mm. is that she does what I call grandma promos. She's She doesn't do the average... Every diva in the world's just like catty, yeah. and I'm going to beat you up, blah, 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 yeah. and snap your finger in the air, and hold your... Uh, hand up in front of somebody's face right Natalia so doesn't do that she's incapable of it she talks like somebody's grandmother (laughs) settle your tea kettle (laughs) yeah I mean she she has these weird old sayings that are completely outdated that probably weren't even cool when they were said the first time but they're cute right and it totally works for her yeah I like that about her I like it yeah because she's tough in the ring yeah but she's you know she's just you know, like she just she's really nice, and yeah. that's that's as much of a trash talk as you're gonna get out of yeah, her. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to mention that. But yeah, he's of course he's talking like condescending towards her the entire time, and uh, even just talking about the match, like the rematch, and then at the end of the segment it was another time that was that was a time where I nearly turned my TV off because. Yeah talking about the she was talking about the match coming up with Eve or whatever she's getting like a rematch yeah it's like next Um, week right yeah Yeah. and so he's and then he just starts like burying the match like that he's been talking about like wanting Eve like saying that Eve's gonna beat her and he's like oh that's gonna be the greatest thing ever I can't wait to see that ha 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 and then he won't shut up about it and he repeats it five times until they fade to black Uh, it's horrible I mean this, this really is like his it's like when he was unleashed on NXT, and they just yeah. let him say whatever he wants. That's what it feels like, yeah. and it's it's really really bad. Yeah. So. Ugh. Sorry. 
I even I I had more to say when I was tweeting about it, but I mean, if you read my tweets at one point, I'm just like, you it's just making, gave up. It's making me tired and angry. There was more yeah. I wanted to say, but yeah, I I'm noticed done. that the, the they the you know you did a few after that, and there was nothing. Yeah, like it's just it's like I'm just gonna watch the show. Yeah, I'm just gonna calm down. Yeah, and that's what you have to do on Raw, and it's and at the same time, Raw has like almost zero contentions for matches of the week because of that. There may be something good in there. Yeah, but I can't tell. Yeah, because that's what it, it takes more than just two good wrestlers or you know two tag teams yeah. to have a good match. Yeah, it takes a good referee. Yeah. That's an underrated quality. Oh yeah, and it takes an announcer that will really get it over. Yeah, actually talk about the match every once in a while. You know, everybody. You know, and everybody and us included. Bring back Jr. Bring back Jr. Yeah. Yes, that is absolutely true, and yeah. I stand by it. But you want to know the true genius of Jr. Don't watch his WWE stuff. Don't yeah. watch his WWF stuff. Right. Go back and watch. WCW shows from the early 90s to right before he left towards the mid 90s when they were stinking up the joint. (laughs) Go watch him announce a jobber match. Go watch him announce a marquee match with two duds. And tell me that he is not the greatest in the world, better than his heroes, Gordon Soley. He would get over matches with just stiffs. Like it was like if Lex Luger was the best wrestler of the two in the ring, right. he'd get that over. He Lex Luger versus the Big Cat, Lex Luger versus the Motor City Madman, right. and it got over with me, <laughs> a guy who had already gone through the school of Flair, and Ross right. was getting it, getting it done. Yeah, that's the true testament right there. Yeah. They knew how to shine the proverbial turd. If they put that kind of match in the ring with Michael Cole, he'd bury it. Yeah, and. Yeah, you know whose job it is to bury it? Our job. Right. <laughs> people watching at home and people that do uh, podcasts or yeah. write blogs. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah, it's not, you shouldn't, the announcer, even a heel announcer shouldn't bury a match or a show like he did with NXT, like every single week. Yeah. Um, I think Michael Cole's trying to ruin our show. Because yeah. <laughs> I think he's trying to ruin all these shows. <laughs> but uh, like a good heel announcer like Jesse Ventura would... He would he would be on the heel side, but he wouldn't bury the match. I no. mean, he'd be pulling for someone, and it, not in a retarded, oh, the Miz is the greatest thing ever kind of way. Yeah, and even if they would do something very obviously stupid on yeah. the heel side, he would be like, yeah, you know, you're right. He shouldn't have made that mistake. Yeah. He would actually take the smart route yeah. and go, you know, yeah, I expect better of him. They actually, talk, they actually commentated on the match as it was an actual thing and not yeah. just like, I hate my life and I hate being here and everything is stupid. That's what it feels like. Yeah. There were no gongs. There was no, yeah. you know. Maybe that has a lot to do with getting to interact with the wrestlers more. Maybe so. <laughs> that, that could be a detriment. I'm, I'm just stop, trying I'm, to think of anything. I want to stop talking about Michael Cole now. Yes. We yes. were talking about Booker T. Talking about Jerry Lawler. We're talking about Jerry Lawler. Jer- I know Michael Cole will probably exist during the topic of this conversation, yeah. but the, the night after the Royal Rumble, they have the Raw Rumble, which I did point out in the blog as another cheap plug that they say this was the first time they ever did that on Raw, and it wasn't. Right. Not at all. This is the second time they did it. It was, uh... It seems like we already talked about this, but we haven't done a show since the Royal Rumble match. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I must have talked about it with you in private. They had a Royal Rumble match on Raw prior to Royal Rumble 1999. Corporate Rumble 
DX versus the corporation. Vince it was for the 30 spot, wasn't it? It was for the 30 spot because McMahon actually gave himself the 30 spot. And something happened to where he couldn't give himself a 30 spot, so right. they had to make it a legitimate match to earn it. Right. So they made a corporate rumble. So he figured if he had his buddies in there, he would still win. Right. But then China wound up eliminating Vince, and she got the 30 spot. Right. And Vince got, like, number one or number two. Yeah. It was him and Austin at the beginning. Yeah. I remember that much yeah. about it. So not the first time they've ever had a rumble match on Raw. Sorry. <laughs> but they did. Uh, that's revisionist history once again. Yeah, they did announce it as the first time they were. are just not doing your homework. And yeah, I guess not. Meanwhile, they, you know, nobody thought to really wait a second. Have we done this before? You know, I know no, Hunter yeah. would remember that. Yeah, I mean, he was obviously very close to that match. He right. was in the match. Yeah. So, nah, whatever. Whatever. But Jerry Lawler wins the match, and the whole time when they're building it up, I said, wait a second. He might have a shot, because when you think of, when oh, I yeah. when I thought about it in advance, and I really did, I I write these thoughts on the raw random thoughts yeah. as they're happening or before results happen. I'll I'll want to talk about it. I'll want to predict the main event before it happens because yeah. I want to see how it unfolds. And I said, there's a way for Lawler to win this, and it makes sense. And plus, it's not the stupid risk that everybody thinks it is because we talked about this before mm. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Elimination Chamber sells itself. Yeah. So take a chance. Yeah. What else is the Miz gonna do? I like the fact that it's not two title matches in two chambers. One's a contender match. One's a title match. Yeah. It just I don't know. It's weird. It seems unfair to me that Edge has to make it through the chamber and Miz has to go through Jerry Lawler to get to WrestleMania. Yeah, but that's that 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 heals the Raw GM quite well. True. So that it does have a I don't point care to about it. about the Raw GM. Screw the Raw GM. Yeah, I'm I know. You're, you're pretending like it doesn't exist, yeah. and I don't blame you. But there, I was like, there's a way for this to happen because, you know, it's still the tension between them is still good. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's it's a, it's a great match to have. And when they were when they set it up and they had the seven guys and they said one of these gets a title shot and the rest of them go in the chamber. I mean, I think it was. I'm not going to say obvious, but I was thinking Jerry was going to win the Rumble, yeah. the, the Raw Rumble too. Yeah, so they did it so well too, and they got yeah. Cena got eliminated, and then Lawler felt bad about it, so it helped. It still doesn't yeah. hurt Lawler. They get Sheamus out of there. Sheamus eliminates himself basically. Yeah, <laughs> he does that. He does that rack spot all the time now, yeah. where he goes for the boot and he racks himself on the top yeah. rope every time now. <laughs> You kind of expect it almost, yeah. but it was it was a great moment, and you know he gets his first pay per view title match. Now it went from having his first ever title match, and now he's got a title match on a pay per view, yeah. and you know we know he's not going to win. Yeah, you can't do that, not even on a short term basis, because when's he going to drop it? Because yeah. if you do that, then you run the risk of what they did at WrestleMania 13, which is shotgun the title like twice yeah. between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I swear they did that because I yeah. know. Remember, okay, remember the main event for 13 was Sid versus The Undertaker. Right. Sid won the title a week before on Raw. I kind of remember, yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, I don't know why they, I don't even know why they thought to do that. I think Bret Hart actually had the title yeah. before Sid beat him. It was like a week or two before WrestleMania. Yeah. So... I mean, I know they had that match with Austin books. I'm like, was that going to be a title match? Did they just not do it because they didn't believe in Austin to win it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was strange. Anyway, I know I got off on a tear, but 
you know, it doesn't make sense for Lawler to win. I love the fact that he's going to be in the match. Yeah. But if anything, they're building up the fact that Lawler's never competed at WrestleMania. And I'm sure people are like, really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. You know? And now he's going to get to. Not in a title match, but I see it going like this. How else is he going to not beat The Miz in people's eyes? The same way it happened the first time. Interference, yeah. Michael Cole. It happens. Now, we know the GM, quote-unquote, the GM acts like a son of a bitch mainly and rules in favor of what's something that Michael Cole would agree with. Yeah. But a GM is a GM. If you fuck up his title match, I think there will be repercussions. Yeah. Especially well, on a pay-per-view yeah. scale. Now it's going to be, okay, well, you know what? I've given you some leeway. You screw my match up. Guess what? As of WrestleMania, my ban is lifted. It's you and Lawler at WrestleMania in yeah. the ring. Yeah, and and like I said, that's kind of what I expect. I mean, I've ex- like I don't remember when it was like at the beginning of the year. I was saying that we're probably going to get Lawler and Cole at Mania, yeah. which is fine. I just wanted to be short because yeah. I don't think that they should. The announcers, I really, especially WrestleMania. I mean, I think it's great for Lawler because he deserves a, a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. But Michael Cole doesn't deserve the airtime on WrestleMania. He doesn't deserve to have that that spotlight, you know. What if it means and take, that he taking won't... away taking away time from superstars that have worked their lives to do it? It, it does, and I I agree with you. So I, I have mixed emotions. They, there's always going to be a spot for somebody every year. I know that doesn't really deserve it, but they think is going to sell buy rates or yeah. seats. No, I, I get it. I get the business end of it. Yeah, when when I want to when I'm saying things like I would travel the way we are going to travel just to see that, I mean it. All right. And they got me. They they totally have me there. Right. He doesn't deserve to be in the ring. He doesn't deserve to even be in the booth. We've yeah. established this, but he's going to get his comeuppance and I think it's going to be along the lines of and uh, some people would say sacrilege because this was such a fun garbage match, but Along the lines of Vince versus Shane at seven, <laughs> was it seventeen? Some, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, think of think of the kitchen sinks they threw into that match. Yeah, you had the Linda factor, the Trish factor. You know all these things. Foley. Yeah, th- that's what this kind of match is going to be. Sure. Everybody's going to get a spot to you know anybody that had any kind of doings with Cole yeah. is going to get a spot in this thing. Yeah. and Jr. is going to be calling a match. Mark my words. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna make the picture paint itself so beautifully once it's all said and done, and it's going to justify the fact that this is on the show. All right, you're you're selling it hard to me, so I'm still jury's still out in my opinion. Yeah, but, but if you if you do all that, you got Jr. calling it with you know like a Josh Matthews, yeah, or a Todd Grisham, or even Stryker, all of them, like hey, Michael Cole is honing in on my job. Yeah, everybody's gonna get a chance out there. True. I don't know. Like I said, I I don't want to relent because it means that Michael Cole did a good job at what he's been doing for the past year, and I don't want to give him that satisfaction. Yeah, and at times I don't feel that he is doing a good job, but the only thing that I would give more credit to, like, events or something like that for it. Yeah. It's it's also because I refuse to give Michael Cole credit, but he wouldn't be doing any of this stuff if they didn't say, hey... You know, it's not the same as like yeah. letting Austin run with it or something. It's a right. different thing. Yeah. Anybody can be an annoying jackass and just yell stuff out nine times in a row. Right. It doesn't make you inventive or creative. I know, yeah. Or 
I completely agree with that. We're talking about Michael Cole again. So. Okay, sorry. Wow. Okay. Should, should, um, let's, let's, let's go in the chamber then. Right. Michael Cole will not be in the confines of the chamber, unfortunately. No, no, fortunately. So let's start on the Raw side, Chris. The okay. losers of the Raw Rumble were John Cena, <laughs> John Morrison, our truth Randy Orton, Sheamus, and CM Punk. It's true. This is a chamber full of losers. How do you lose a match and get a number one contender shot? What the? It's like death that, race. Has that ever happened before? Yeah. This is the... I can lose matches all night. Can I get it? Can I get a title shot? Yeah. Uh, oh darn! I lost. Now I get to yeah. have a title contender match. Yeah. No, I know it's it's a quicker way to the title if you just have to wrestle the match. I understand, but still. All right, it's so kind of funny when you put it that way. Yes, um, easy pick for me is Cena. I mean, who else is they're, they're in the feud already? Yeah, so. Cena two years in a row. But I think it makes sense. It makes the most sense. Miz wins the match. We get Miz versus Cena because Cena is still in the attitude of. I remember I like early on how the attitude was. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> me and Miz at WrestleMania. See, yeah. me and Orton is better. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's he's finally having to take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd, say, I'd say Cena all the way. Sentimental pick for me is Morrison because that's what I wanted since January first was yeah. uh, Miz versus Morrison for the title. Could still happen. You want to know how they do that? Okay. I, you know what? I maybe I should change my pick and go, I think I might go the hard pick with Morrison. I'm gonna get my elimination chamber prognosticator glasses on. I did it last year, didn't I? Yeah. And I've never shut you up were, about it. You were right. Yeah. Like out of kind of out of nowhere. Yes. What did I What did I say last year, Chris? Uh, you said that Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels was going to cost Undertaker the the shot, and Jericho was going to take it to Mania. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Okay. John Morrison is going to win the elimination chamber match. I'll tell you two reasons why. Number one, I'm going to take Vince's word on this. Because the other day, Vince McMahon, at his little uh, press conference for the stockholders, said, we are working harder than ever to establish next generation stars to get over, yeah. as a quote. Basically a rough quote. Right. What better way to do that than to have your next link to, you know, your kind of your next Shawn Michaels, if you will, which yeah. is what they always tout him as. Yeah, sure to main event against his former tag team partner and I believe he's ready Yeah. At, at Wrestlemania and you know the match will be good people will be into it it also really this is sub reason but it mm -hmm. also takes a little heat off of Cena always having the spotlight always being in the title match it's yeah. predictable yes yeah. it is yeah. It it's it's a safe pick to have Cena versus Miz but it's so obvious that Cena would win I think he would win True. the match and the chamber easy, easy, easy. Yeah. That's no shot against the Miz. But I think at WrestleMania, I think it's like Hogan Savage at five. Yeah. I think it's a done deal before it even happens. Everybody knew Hogan was going to win that. Not just because he wins everything, because it was just, yeah. it just had to happen. Yeah. So have Morrison versus Miz with a question mark of who's going to win. I'd like to see I him agree. put the belt I, on Morrison. I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be a better match, honestly, a more high, hotly contested match. So. And for the other reason, this may throw a bad wrench into someone else's plans, but the other factor is Nexus. Yeah. Maybe it's not just going to be Randy Orton versus CM Punk at WrestleMania. Maybe it's going to be Randy Orton and Cena versus Nexus 
yes, that would leave the core out in the dust. Yeah. That's the only that's the only flaw I see in this. But I see maybe Cena and Orton super teaming themselves yeah. against Nexus at WrestleMania. What do you think? I I like it. Yeah. I'm not usually into handicap matches, but that's almost not a handicap match. It's really almost not, is yeah. it? <laughs> I, I, I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. If, if that's not on the table at this point, then they're yeah. wrong. <laughs> right. And I, I really don't see... Uh, honestly, I don't see Nexus versus uh, Core. I don't think anybody would really be into that as a WrestleMania match. Yeah, because th- they're going the heel factor. Yeah, route, unless, they turn, unless they had already turned Core babyface, then... I don't, no one's gonna. That's gonna be the bathroom break. Yeah, the only way, the only way they could do it is to make it not a handicap match, I guess. Yeah. Maybe have a straight up tag match, which would be ridiculous. I, yeah. I understand this, but you could have, let's say, Gabriel and Slater as a tag team, and have uh, two other guys from Nexus, whoever you want to put together as sure. a tag team grab whatever other tag team they can get and then put the Santino Kozlov like a four-way tag title match. Yeah. I see them those guys all getting spots based on that. Yeah. And then you got the remainder. You put Punk's obviously would be in the match against Cena and Orton. Yeah. So you get Punk and maybe one other guy or two other guys. Yeah. Yeah, so. I like, like it. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say probably Punk, Otunga, maybe a returning Skip Sheffield. Yeah. Although maybe he would be in that tag team. Yeah. So, well, speaking of uh, yeah, where former is he, ne- right? well, yeah, him, but former Nexus guys, Michael Tarver, who had was on like all these shows. I just looked at the Raw roster. He's on the Raw roster page on the website. So, huh? You think yeah. that's old news though? You think that they never just took him off? I don't know. Because Sheffield's still on there, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Well, they they mentioned Sheffield a month or two ago. Did they? Somewhere I don't remember who did, but someone mentioned like. No, it was on the website, uh, talking about people to look out for for this year. Oh, was and, he on and that And Sheffield list? was on there, okay. and uh, they were like, if, when he returns, will he be part of Nexus and things like that. So yeah. He's I still mean, around, apparently. They could still have a core Nexus match if Sheffield comes back. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. Maybe that tag scramble thing doesn't have to happen. If Sheffield comes back, then they have, their, then they have a five-man unit yeah. again for Nexus, and then you have two guys against Cena and Orton. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, I mean, you know, they're not going to get Mason Ryan over with me at this point no. for that match. No. So I would say maybe like a Punk and Otunga thing. Yeah. And they really build Otunga up as the apprentice for Punk. I don't know. I, whatever. But there's a way to do all this. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say if they're really serious about pushing young guys, then maybe Orton and Cena have to take just a slight backseat here. They'll still be in a marquee match. Yeah. But I think taking a back seat this year is actually probably going to be a good thing. Yeah. All right, so SmackDown. SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I guess Edge is the... Uh, much like we shotgun Cena, but I think Edge is probably the clear favorite on this one. Because yeah. Who else is going to fight? Ray. Do the Ray Ray thing. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't either. I don't see anyone else winning that um, besides either Edge or Ray. I, I think it would be kind of cool, actually, have Ray win it. And and face Del Rio, and then you'll have Ziggler Edge for whatever at Ed Mania. Yes, with the whole Vicky factor, just not leaving him alone, not leaving him alone because yeah. they are doing that. Yeah. So that could be cool because how else is Vicky? How else is Vicky going to get her comeuppance at WrestleMania yeah. if unless it's against someone like Edge? Right. With a returning Christian. That'd be cool. 
to be the factor of how Vicky doesn't get her big moment in the sun. Yeah. Some would say to block it out uh, <laughs> at WrestleMania if Christian doesn't step up and right. do it. There's there's two ways to do Christian at WrestleMania. Okay, sorry, that sounds bad. There's there's two ways to handle Christian's spot at WrestleMania if he comes back. Either in Edge versus Del Rio, got history with the Del Rio. Yeah. Got history with uh, Edge. Yeah. So either he's going to help Edge because it's Edge, or he's going to help Edge because he's fighting Alberto. Right. He, I think he's gold for WrestleMania this yeah. year. He's he's in. Yeah. He'll be there. <laughs> I like I like that the, that I don't know where it's going to go though. Yeah, because last year you you did predict it. We both like last year was pretty easy to predict stuff. Yeah. I mean, we both got things right going into Mania, but this year there are there are different ways that they could go, especially with the building up of the younger guys. Yeah, I was so down that I didn't go to WrestleMania last year because the picture was painted so much better last year. Yeah, and as opposed to twenty five. Right. So. But I like it. I don't know really where it's going to go. Some would say it's a problem that we don't believe that any of these guys could win. Because you got two winners on Raw's side and two winners on SmackDown yeah. side, in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know. Well, are you really going to have any of those other SmackDown guys face uh, uh, face Del Rio? Doesn't you don't want to see sense. Kane versus Alberto in the main no, event? No. It's not that some of those other ones besides that one wouldn't be a good match, but yeah. people aren't going to be behind... Mm-hmm. A, any of those other guys versus Del Rio doesn't well, make any sense. Yeah, and Randy Orton obviously has his fans, so there's going to be some people that are going to be really upset that he's not facing The Miz at WrestleMania. Yeah, but because of Nexus. Yeah, there's people that just want to see him win the title as opposed to getting any kind of revenge. Yeah, exactly. On anybody, yeah, they'll be like, oh man. Yeah, <laughs> it'll all go away by the time the <laughs> the fireworks come up in yeah. Atlanta. That's for sure. Yeah, so we got two picks for each chamber. So yeah. I like the dark horse. I, I would say Ray, Ray and Morrison are the dark horses. Yeah. But I I see very overtly entertaining scenarios because of that. Yeah. Probably more so with Morrison winning. Yeah. But yeah, either way, I think they got good programs. Plan yeah. A, Plan B. And yeah, the last match that Ray and Del Rio had was very kind good. of kind of unsatisfactory it, because yeah, of uh, yeah. it was a two out of three where uh, Ricardo. Like held uh, Ray out of the ring for that third ball. Yeah, yeah, this so. is very true. He won it uh, through the very dubious circumstances. So I guess Ricardo might be not the fourth biggest heel in the company, but <laughs> if Ricardo got Jimmy Harded at at the show, I don't think people will be upset. No, I think he might finally get smacked around just a little bit. Yeah, not that he doesn't get hit every now and then, but yeah. you know it's very rare yeah. that they get there. He's he's pretty uh, he's pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, and and not the Reverend Slick, but uh, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'm just trying to segue out of this. Right. Can we talk a little TNA, or you got more WWE stuff? No, go ahead. So, with all these things that happened, and we speculated on this, and I don't know how much we laughed about on the uh, Rumble show, but Dixie Carter apparently had a nice little storyline set in stone uh, in her mind for the return of they. Oh yeah to oppose Immortal and all 28 guys. And then two of they showed up on the Rumble. Yes. <laughs> That's for damn sure they did. Uh, which they was going to be the main event mafia. <laughs> don't let them kill... Don't let them sway you any other way. 
they have Scott Steiner show up with his rose suit. Yeah. Well, it was pretty obvious by that promo, the uh, preview for that following Impact after the Rumble that they put out, where they did the main event Mafia music. Yeah, and like you thought you knew who they were, and all the the, the like film broke or whatever. Yeah, think again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, that. Uh, no, that wasn't going to be them at, at all, was yeah. it? Yeah, no. Uh, so Booker and Kevin Nash show up. By the way, Kevin Nash said just uh, recently in an interview. Because it was very last minute, his signing with WWE, obviously, yeah. for that appearance. He said that he was watching Impact the night at the very end where Abyss had Janice go through his back, yeah. like, on a delay. Yeah. And he goes, I was watching it with my wife, and I realized, man, I really made the right decision, didn't I? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I <laughs> got out while the getting's good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, oh, well, we're going to tell you who they are. We know who they are. We've known all along. So sure. I wait till Thursday. I'm looking forward to Impact that week, Chris. Wow. I have to wait three days to see this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I could read the spoilers since they taped it Monday. Right. What a 24 hours that must have been for the bookers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about your scrambling. Yeah. Uh, what if we, can you, because you know how troubleshooting those interview, those meetings probably are. Yeah. So like, well, that may not work out because of that. And people just start yelling at each other. Right. What a 24 hours that must have been for TNA. They got a taping that Monday night, and they have no idea what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I hope they figured it out by the time they got to the building. I waited three days, didn't read spoilers, wanted to be legitimately surprised to either laugh or go, wow, they kind of pulled it off. Yeah. You know what? Mm. With what they're given, I think they kind of pulled it off. It's good for the guys that were they. Okay. okay? They were fortune just turning on immortal <laughs> now right. of course it does reek of desperation just to do that yeah but at least you take guys like aj styles like beer money like kazarian and get them the hell out of immortal and the fact that that's the purpose it served so are those the is that it just those four guys yeah because as of right now nigel uh, desmond yeah. is still he's got some sort of weird injury illness that they don't know what it is so hmm. he hasn't been greenlit to come back. Hmm. So this is probably the thing that might have kept him out of WWE on his medical scan. But, so. uh, what about Flair? Flair is MIA still. And they even mentioned that on this week's TNA, actually, where Bischoff said, Flair, you owe me a telephone call. That's okay. what he said in the middle of a promo, just stopped down for a second and then went back to it. So it's literally just four guys. Okay, It's Beer Money, Kazarian, and AJ. Okay. So they're having the title match between Anderson and Jeff Hardy for the Divas title. I mean the uh <laughs> Damn, that was a Freudian slip. For the TNA World title. Yeah, that thing it doesn't look like the Divas title at all. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, and then all of a sudden it looks like there's going to be a big dog pile with the whole Immortal faction featuring Fortune. And then all of a sudden they just look at Hardy and they're like, "No." We're not going to help you. Styles puts Hardy in the Styles Clash, mm-hmm. and that's how Anderson retains his title. It looked the gotcha. crowd went was up for it, and you know what? I was too. Like I said, it reeks of last minute booking. What, what about that Crimson guy? Is he? He's he's with Angle, so it's like it's like Angle and Steiner and Crimson are just kind of hanging out all together. Okay. And the Fortune thing was a surprise. Well, not a surprise to them. Okay. They obviously planned it that way, but it seems like nowadays they just kind of, on this week, as far as this week's impact showed, okay. 
that they're just kind of cool with each other. So Fortune isn't really hanging out with Angle and Steiner and Crimson. Yeah, but they beneficially, mutually help each other out. Right. Basically. Kind of like the way that um, Fortune and Hogan's crew was. Yeah. Yeah, or like World Elite was with the main event mafia for a while, okay. but Man. I don't think it'll be that um, but, th- but, that thankless basically. But wait a second, I remember seeing Crimson walking around in the back attacking people, including AJ, with the wire around his neck, screaming that they are coming. Right. So he attacked one of his future teammates with a by himself in the back, and not in front of anyone, and no one believed AJ. Right, uh, yeah, but that makes sense. AJ is a red herring thing, you know, or whatever you want to call it. Where yeah, but but Flair didn't believe him when he came and told him it. Flair so didn't it didn't anybody. It didn't matter that he attacked him. <laughs> Flair's been drinking for like a straight month now. <laughs> so of the writers, <laughs> so he attacked AJ for no reason. Yeah, but he probably didn't hurt him. You know, he probably sure. really he really attacked Abyss obviously, and they put forward that point with him putting the barbed wire 2 by 4 through his back. They didn't do that to AJ. <laughs> okay. Think about it that way, right? Fine. Yeah. Whatever. Abyss is still off TV selling that, by the way. That's For the last fine. two or three weeks. I'm not watching TNA. So, this week, they have the... Fortune has their big coming out. and I love that they're still they're dressing up in the suits like the horsemen, like Fortune right. has been doing. The sports jackets. And I love that James Storm will just wear a t-shirt under a sports jacket right. and still hold his beer. They come out and they do their missing fourth finger and right. holding the rest the of the version one in. thing. Yeah, it's the version one without the thumb inside. Yeah, and they're doing the whole. You don't understand why we because Jeff's like uh, after this is the thanks I get speech basically. Right. I I gave all you guys your breaks. You were flipping burgers. You were doing landscaping. This is all true. What? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett was basically saying I gave you. Oh, guys Jarrett. Jeff. I thought you meant Hardy. Yeah, sorry. Jared said, I gave you guys jobs nine years ago, and this is the thanks I get. Yeah. And he goes, this is the thanks we get, huh? You keep signing new guys and burying us in the process, so yeah. it reeks of realism. Yeah. He looks right in the Hardy's direction. Every month there's a new face of TNA yeah. that don't deserve it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of speech I give. Because Robert Roode was the guy that stepped up and got right in Jared's face. And I was like, good for you, Robert Roode. Yeah. This is a guy. This is a guy that's probably been one of the most underrated wrestlers yeah. for the past ten years. I like your money. I like that AJ's a, a face again. Yeah, this is a guy that WWE had yeah. for years and never did Bobby anything Rude. with him. Development, uh, velocity, hell, yeah. nothing. And they didn't see the talent. He's got a lot of talent. He yeah. can talk. He can wrestle. He's, he's got a good size. Yeah. You know. So he stepped up to his boss. And it turns into the main event tonight is going to be AJ and Robert Roode versus Jeff and Jeff. Gotcha. <laughs> and they do a thing backstage where Angle was like, you know, I appreciate what you guys did and everything. And then Robert Roode said, you know what? You've had so much to deal with, Jarrett. I'm going to give you my slot in the match tonight. So Robert Roode, while stepping up, steps down again <laughs> to give Angle his slot in the match. All right. Which, it makes sense storyline-wise, but I was really disappointed. Because, yeah. like, Robert Roode's going to have a marquee match again, finally, that's not just a regular-ass, you know, tag team match. It's right. with main eventers. Right. And they didn't go through with it. They didn't pull the trigger on him. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty disappointed in that, especially considering I knew Jarrett was going to run from Angle all night, which he did. Yeah. And nothing really got resolved out of it. But, you know... At least they're. At least it seems like they're trying. It almost seems like a power struggle between Dixie and the investors, almost, or yeah. 
or her country club backstage. I want to push these guys because these guys have been with me the whole time. Yeah, well, there's no money in them. Yeah, right. well, these guys have been here for nine years. Yeah, well, they're not Hulk Hogan or the Hardys. Yeah, well, but they're good. <laughs> You're right. And that's just, it seems like that's what goes on in TNA. Yeah. And the show unfolds like that the whole two hours. Yeah. You're just like, ooh, hopeful for the future and young talent. Right. Oh, uh, same old stuff. <laughs> right. And that's what it turned out to be. And it was a really, really bad show this week. I'm not going to kid you. <laughs> I was actually intrigued and slightly entertained by the Fortune Revealing Themselves episode last week. Yeah. But this week was a damned horrible show. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Shitty, 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 shitty. Because even the X Division match sucked, Chris. Even They debuted a knockout, and it sucked. Yeah, yeah Sarita's cousin... Um, Rosita? Thank you. Uh, Rosalita... I almost said Rosita. She's not very good. Okay. She's very, very green. Uh, Sarita couldn't make her look. They even tried to do things where they would use the partner as a weapon. You know right. how much I love that stuff. Yeah. And it looked bad. It right. didn't, like she'd like backdrop splash her onto the other girls. Wouldn't even hit. Wouldn't even hit her. Wouldn't even make contact. Yeah. So it, lo- it all just looked bad. Uh-huh. It was a really shoddy knockouts match. It's unfortunate. And you got the whole Winter and Velvet playing tug-of-war with Angelina, and that's the subplot in the match, so it's all just it's a train wreck. It's really, really, really bad. <laughs> Sounds pretty bad. Glad we I didn't the, watch it. Yeah, we have the last X Division triple threat match before the triple threat number one contenders match of the pay-per-view. Sure. So I was getting excited. You're going to love this, because I haven't told you this yet. Last night they did Robbie E versus Brian Kendrick. Okay. Who spent the first half of the match meditating in the corner, I may add, in his guru robe, Yeah. versus the returning Suicide, who has not been on TV since October. Now, when I said I was happy to see Suicide, you had this, like, okay, kind of look, right? Mm -hmm. You want to know why? Why? Because an interesting deal was struck a few weeks ago. This probably had a lot to do with the HDNet Ring of Honor deal falling through, is that now Christopher Daniels has two separate contracts with two separate companies. Wow. He competes as Suicide. I was going to say, is it, is it Christopher Daniels? <laughs> yeah. He competes as Suicide, but since it's a different character, he can still remain in his Ring of Honor contract as Christopher Daniels, and they came uh, to an agreement on that. That's crazy. Yeah. But here's... I think the other thing was there might have been some panic in that signing as far as Daniels because he was like really adamant about it's yeah. like fuck TNA yeah. but now he's just a prop for TNA and they give him some easy money he works three minute matches yeah. once a week bing bang boom doesn't hurt his name I mean his hardcore fans know it's suicide yeah. or he's suicide but it doesn't hurt him right in that in that case he's like well you know what I'm not going to tarnish my name I'll just tarnish this video game character's name <laughs> so I understand, though, because they're about to lose their TV deal unless they get a new one, and yeah. he's the TV champion, I think, last I checked. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like, well, what the hell am I going to do now? Yeah. So there you go. Christopher Daniels is back in TNA, sort of. Sort of. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. And he didn't win. <laughs> Robbie oh, right. won the whole yeah. match. <laughs> and it was like a three-minute match. E. It was just this microwave match, and that's what all these X Division matches I should be really excited to see. And by the time I'm settling into them, they're already over. Yeah. And then I forget about them in the next segment. I wrote down some of these as contenders for matches of the week. Yeah. I don't. I could tell you anything about the matches. I could <laughs> tell you who won. Yeah. But I could tell you anything about them. That's unfortunate. And I, you're right. I think I just wrote those down just because they were X Division matches. Yeah. They're not going to make it. 
It, it's just, yeah, it's not a pay-per-view, so they're not going to give them 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Right. Well, I'm glad I'm not watching. It sounds... It's a bad show. Yeah. Just don't watch this show. <laughs> I'm not. It, it's really horrible. I've been DVRing it. I think I'm going to forward through just to check some of the matches, but that's about it. Yeah. Time. Can you time that X Division match for me? Because I swear it was three minutes long. All right. And you can't get out. A triple threat match is three minutes? Sure. That's like those five-minute ladder matches they used to have on yeah. Impact. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm almost exhausted. Yeah. Let's do five rumors in five minutes. Then we'll do some matches of the week, and then we'll we'll get on out of here. All right, right, you ready, clocks? Uh, First rumor, and it's the rumor that's... uh, This rumor is so huge all over the internet, there's nothing else being reported on, so I had to really struggle this week. The big one is Sting. Okay. Uh, These two 2111 videos airing on Raw... It's got to be the Undertaker. Did you hear the music they played? Yeah, exactly. Now, now we know that it's 100 percent got to be Undertaker. Yeah. Now, of course, if the, it's not, it's stupid. No, no. What was it? What's the line exactly? It's the Johnny Cash uh, yeah. lyric: "Ain't no grave can Ain't hold no me grave down." Hold me down. Yeah, it's the Undertaker. He got buried last time. Yeah. yeah. I have to talk about this Sting thing though because it's a big deal in the sense of the first video aired. You could say it could have been Sting. Yeah. Trench coat, luminous Trench coat dark boot. figure, yeah. rain, the yeah. crow. You know, that whole thing that they used to do. There was rain in the crow, yes. Well, no, I'm saying like in Sting's crow promos from WCW. Tons of rain, tons of dark figure, the trench coat. So people were really excited. And I said, ooh, wouldn't that be cool? Everybody's expecting to be the Undertaker. It's it's the Monday after the Elimination Chamber. Why not make it the Undertaker, but also make it Sting? Yeah. And that's how you do that match at WrestleMania. But this is totally a rumor, and it's looking like it's not even Sting, period. Yeah. Like, it's still not just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it was really hot for, like, two three days, this rumor, and now yeah. it's pretty much dead. And now it's down to, he's probably going back to TNA. <laughs> right. So I just killed my own rumor off here. I'm sorry. But it's all right. we had to talk about it, because it's been the biggest news of the last week and a half. Yeah. So I, I want to see it, too, man. I want to see him get that one match. I want to see him do one year in WWE, get his history yeah. right. And everything, and then be done with it. I would like to see Sting never be in WWE. Be the one guy that said, "I'm not going to do it." Stand by your morals, and after his career is over and he's done with every company, then the WWE honors him with a, a Hall of Fame induction and History. put out a put out a box set for him. I'm cool with that too, but I mean, I almost want to see it now just because I want people to shut up about it. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, rumor number two is because of last week's Super Bowl. Apparently now WWE finally realizes that Arlington, Texas does have a stadium yeah. that would be WrestleMania-worthy, yeah. if not more so than any other one that could possibly host. Yeah. We have 100-plus thousand seats. They say it's 110 capacity if you do WrestleMania. Nice. Wow. So they said that they finally are interested in having one in Dallas. I think that rumor is kind of born out of... Um one of well, no, one of uh, Jr.'s tweets as well, yeah. Because he tweeted like saying, because he was, I think he was at the Super Bowl. Was he really? I think so. Huh. And he said like something about something about the stadium and the like WrestleMania should be here or something. So I think he's right. I I haven't set foot in that thing. I've driven by it many times. Yeah, it's but too expensive. Jesus, like parking's like forty bucks. Oh yeah, we're gonna walk. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I mean, we what do we live like ten minutes from it? Yeah. We'll get a ride. Yeah. So. We'll get a ride and we'll walk, you know, 
we can walk. It'll, we can get dropped off and walk a block to it. That's yeah. kind of the cool thing about because it. it's next to a bunch of mini marts. I bet they'll they'll sell like they did at the Super Bowl and sell like what two hundred dollars or how much was it to like sit out in the parking oh. lot and watch the screen? Yeah, and how did how did they <laughs> and sell? People did it. Yeah, how did they sell seats? Well, they they do that at every Super Bowl, but it still just yeah. enhances the ridiculousness of yeah. it. Well, how did they do that and people still didn't get inside? Yeah. I'm trying to figure that one out because there's that big class action lawsuit now that people had tickets and couldn't get in. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. I'm kind of speculating during five rumors, but that's okay. I don't have this thing sussed out yet. Rumor number three. I posted this on our Facebook page that Mystico, Mystico. a grand Mexican sensation of the last ten decades, (laughs) the Rey Mysterio Jr. of Mexico... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as right. people like to say now All right. you know, he's so Americanized now you know. Hey. well he's from San Diego Yeah, go go watch that clip I posted it's like a compilation of his greatest highlights yeah. he, this this guy is a star Yeah. Uh, now yeah. make no mistake about it you can actually see him get in Alberto a few times in this as Dos really? Caras Jr and he was very lucha movement guy you know put a mask on him it's all the difference in the world but anyway Ooh, Dario? yeah yeah but I digress. Uh, Mystico, they say that he's signed to WWE, rumor-wise. Who his own they? Per- uh, it's not Fortune. Uh, there was a Mexican magazine, like a really like the PWI of Mexico, okay. I looked up, uh, reported that he signed with WWE. It was like a cover story. Gotcha. And this led to like a bunch of tension between him and EMLL, which is where he's at. Yeah. And no one knows what's going on. So at this point, it is still a rumor. They say he signed with WWE and he's headed to Florida sooner than later, if not in a few weeks. Think he'll come in a mask? I would like. I would like. I mean, he. Ne- they need a new mask guy. Yeah. Ray's in the twilight of his career. He's amazing. If he loses the mask, I think he loses his whole thing. Yeah. Just like Ray. Just like Hoovy. Yeah. Uh, you know, to a point. Um, psychosis, guys like that. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the mask is definitely key with this guy, and they need a new guy like that. Yeah. And I think they can get over. He's not going to be the biggest little man because he's bigger than Ray. Yeah. But he's still smaller than most main right. eventers, and he's so exciting. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of his style, he won't have to tone down, even though he does do ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. I think some of these moves are very well suited for WWE. Cool. Uh, the, his finisher is, you know, like the multiple revolutions that Ray does. You notice oh, yeah, how he yeah. just kind of started to do that a lot more recently in the last few years, where he's like uh, around the guy and then the arm drag. Scissors, yeah. Are they arm drag? Yeah. That's that's a big Mystico move. He does yeah. like three revolutions around the guy and turns it into a submission Fujiwara. Nice. Great finisher for WWE. It's a submission plus it's crazy to watch. Yeah. Alberto put some nice entertainment into his arm bar. Yeah. So makes sense. Yes, arm bar. Yes. Everybody at home. So, Mystico is still up in the air. I'd like it. Yeah. Bring him. Yeah? Okay. (laughs) You want that rumor to be true, don't you? Yeah. We all do. Uh, This is the the stupidest rumor I've heard in weeks. This is regarding WrestleMania this year. Okay. Get this. You ready for this, Chris? I don't know. Apparently, Undertaker is going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. Not that that's a stretch. Right. But it's who he's going to be wrestling, according to this rumor. They say that he is going to wrestle... Triple H in a career versus streak match with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. <laughs> what? No, it's not going to happen. I ho- I really hope that we're laughing about it so much, and it, it, if it happens, I'm going to be so disappointed. And some like ten year old like have a dream one night. Wouldn't it be cool if this happened? Yeah. And then typed it up on the internet. That's how I imagine most of these rumor pages are. Yeah. 
It's going to so. retire. Uh, see what happens when you shut down the WWE Universe site. Yeah. Aren't you pissed about that, Chris? Did they? Yeah. Oh, I haven't even yeah, Your account's null and void, sir. Sorry. Oh, well. They said too many man hours. Really? They, yeah, monitoring and all that stuff. They said it just and they just oh. didn't want to have it. All right. They moved all the Universe accounts to Facebook for their uh, wrestlers. Oh, okay. So there you go. Sorry, I hate to break the news to you on the uh, show. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Triple H versus Undertaker in the career versus Strange. No. He's gonna retire DX two years in a row. <laughs> He's already faced Triple H anyway. And what kind of crappy end to a career is that for Triple H? Yeah. He comes back and he's done in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> what? No. That what's it? That makes it even stupider. <laughs> not okay. Gonna, not gonna happen. Move next one. Big rumor killer. This is already five rumors in eight minutes. Oh, sorry. Okay, last rumor: NXT season five. Okay. Uh, someone came up with an interesting idea. What if, probably. Yeah. But I like it. The pros are going to be the fathers of these guys in development. Uh, Brett DiBiase and Ted DiBiase Sr. Okay. Richie Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat. Mike Rotunda, Bo Rotunda. Now, I'm sure they could figure out a couple of others. Yeah. But would that not get you to watch that show? It would for me. Yeah, probably. I don't. That's not gonna happen. You don't think it's gonna be, happen? No. Okay. There's not another Rhodes kid. Who else is out there? <laughs> I don't know. But they got uh, those three right now. Uh, uh, Vicky's daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She just got in there though. Yeah. They changed her name, by the way. Did they? Yeah, she's not a Guerrero on on TV at least for right mm. now. Yeah. So, but she is doing excuse me promos apparently, which I think is very odd. Don't do that. I know. But yeah, so that's what I got. So I'd I'd like to see that get me to watch it because you know what, honestly, I haven't I, I haven't I've, seen this last season. I watched the first episode and I was not blown away, yeah. so I I didn't go back yet. But I I know I probably should. I know they're actually doing mini storylines with some of these guys and their pros. I know yeah. Brodus Clay dumped Ted DiBiase as his pro. Yeah, I know that that. I much. mean, the only thing I've seen are the the wrap ups on Superstars. Yeah, which gets you gets the point across. That's yeah. for sure. I'm sure the commentating's fine. I know it's I think it's Grisham and Matthews. So. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Cole's not on there? No. Hmm. I don't think he is. So maybe that's another sanctuary I could take yeah. uh, during my weeks. <laughs> I'm just gonna start watching NXT and Superstars and nothing else. Yeah, there you go. It'll be the alternate podcast. That's a <laughs> really alternate podcast. Alright, so we're about to wrap it up, but we got three weeks of match of the week to do, Chris, yeah. so I'll go first. Yeah, say. please do. Mine mine are pretty I might need some tiebreakers. Yeah. Um, Alright, so three weeks. This is from the uh, Raw on the 17th of January, uh, John Morrison versus Daniel Bryan, which was a great, great match with some great counter-wrestling. A little bit too short, in my opinion, and I didn't really want to see either guy lose. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Bryan did lose it made sense at the time, I think, but still, I don't like the champion to lose in, at, at any point. Yeah. I've... I don't know where to go because I had that tied with something else. Okay. I think I'm probably because I I went I was so much tied with him that yeah. I rewatched both of them yesterday. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna go with that also. Cool. It was down to that and Yoshitatsu versus Tyson Kidd on Superstars. Mm. But I just had to go with how I really overall enjoyed the matches, yeah. and I think some of that took away from me because I wanted to see Tyson Kidd win and he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I don't like Yoshi. I like Yoshi a lot. And I think it was more expected that Yoshi would actually win that match, too. I yeah. didn't know who was going to win this match at all. Right. So I liked it better uh, in that respect. Cool. 
So, so we agree. I'm agreeing with you on that one. All right. Well, the, and the next week is also from Raw on the 24th, and this is more of a a, a match picked on principle. Okay. Although it was a it was a decent match, uh, Natalia versus Melina for the uh, Divas title, because that's the match that should have happened at the Rumble, mm-hmm. and it was better than the match at the Rumble in my opinion, because the match at the Rumble made no sense and was I, I didn't really care for it. Okay. Um, but of course, uh, Natalia getting the uh, sharpshooter on Melina and putting her foot on the back of her own head, like yes. like Melina apparently likes to do. Yes. So that uh, how recalls do you, how do you... that recalls Royal Rumble two thousand nine. Yeah. Where Beth Phoenix had her kicking Melina with her own yeah. foot. Um, which is not the first time I've seen lady one lady do that to another lady, but. It's not like a move that Mischief likes to do a lot, too. Uh, she gets it done to her. Yeah, that's what she's, I meant. That's she's I meant. elastic lady, too. Yeah. So, uh, it's like one of the first shimmers where uh, cheerleader Melissa did that to Mischief. Yeah. Um, Anytime you can recall a shimmer match during a Raw match, that's a win. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like I said, it was, it was short, but it was it was the match that definitely should have happened at the Rumble. So, okay. mostly picked on principle. Okay. Mine is going to be from... Mine from the week of the 24th through the 30th, for those of you keeping score at home, mm. is from Superstars that week. I'm going to go with, also on principle, but it was a great match because it was multiple segment, good wrestling. Mm-hmm. It is. It was uh, David Hart Smith and Yoshi Tatsu versus the brand new tag team. I'm calling them a new tag team of Zack Ryder and they're Primo. Not, they're not new. They've been teaming for a little while. Oh, well, a little bit, but I think now officially they're a tag yeah. team. They're hanging out more. They're acting more like each other. Zach is kind of Zachified Primo a little bit. Gets some sunglasses. <laughs> right. Uh, they're cutting promos as a tag team. Yeah. And the week before that, they actually fought Smith and Darren Young. Yeah. And that was a good match, but it established a team more than anything else. All but right. this time, I think Smith and Tatsu were more of a threat. Yeah. Some good back and forths. And it surprised me too because I remember uh, it was just there was they did some of the same stuff they did in that tag match, but they yeah. put new twists on it. So right. if you saw both matches, you expected this one thing to happen and it didn't. Right. So they put all these new twists on it, and it was really cool because like the week before, uh, Zach won with the Rough Rider, at which he never. It's usually a setup move, yeah. but he pinned the guy with, and that was exciting. But on this one that I'm picking here. Um, it was a thing where two guys get dumped out for the other two guys in the ring yeah. to finish, and so it looked like um, Primo was kind of distra- uh, sort of kind of distracted by this, and then Tatsu went for his cardiac kick to the face, yeah. but Primo ducks it and gives him the backstabber of all things, yeah. and beats him. Yeah. And I was like, "That's so cool! I didn't expect that to happen because yeah. I saw that kick coming from a mile away, and it didn't happen, which yeah. is so unlike Superstars because on Superstars, law of the land is." Tatsu's going to hit that kick, and he's going <laughs> to yeah, beat you. Right. He beats everybody with it. Yeah. No, not a bad thing, yeah. but I just expected it to happen, and it didn't. So I was so into this match. Yeah. And uh, I think that, I'm going to sound crazy, Zack Ryder and Primo are the biggest threat to the tag team titles hey, right I, now for uh, Santino Vladimir. And I think they can beat them. I called it on Twitter, like, weeks ago. Did you? And I'm sorry, I missed that. that. They deserve a title <laughs> shot. Yeah. This, this was, like, I don't know how many weeks ago. Go... You can day check it. I've been so. really good about uh, keeping updated on those, and I guess I just missed that one. Right. I guess it got buried. It was one of their early uh, Superstars matches. But that actually leads into my match of the week for the following week, which is also in Superstars, which is Yoshitatsu and David Hart Smith versus Zack and Primo. It was the rematch the next week where actually uh, Zack and Primo lost to uh, to uh, Tatsu and Smith. 
I think I like the match a little bit better, actually, in yeah. my personal opinion, because I think Smith looked really, really good in that match. He was just hitting on all cylinders, as they say. Yeah. But uh, he was he looked really, really good. The best I've seen him since he'd broken up with uh, a kid. And, his, uh, yeah, his confidence and his moveset has improved, exactly, too. Exactly, yeah. I mentioned his moveset is just yeah. good. Yeah. Like, nice mix of submission wrestling and high-impact power wrestling, which is what he exactly. needs to do more of. Yeah. He hasn't been acting like a power wrestler, right. and he needs to be a exciting, fast, high-impact power wrestler. Yeah. Finally getting to that point. So, unfortunately, uh, um, like I said, Zach and Primo lost that match. It was their first loss as a team. Yeah. But... They didn't get the hat trick. As, yeah. Uh, as Stanford said, they're going for the hat trick. Yeah. And he goes, a little hockey reference there. And Josh goes, nobody watches hockey. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Stanford's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I like I said, so match of the week for me, easily. I almost picked another match on that show, which was the uh, the main event was actually, uh, I don't know it was the main event, but it was it was entertaining. Tyler Rex and Kurt Hawkins yeah. versus JTG and Trent. Yeah. But... It had moments, but I don't think it was as great of a match as I hoped it would be. Yeah. So uh, I didn't pick it because of that. Uh, it was that whole, like, Kurt and Tyler weren't getting along bit, yeah. and that kind of kills a match for me sometimes, or most of the time it does. So I'm not picking it. I'm going to go with a little controversy. For the week of that, I am picking the Raw Rumble, Chris. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> There's some principle in there, but I was entertained by the match. It wasn't such a so much of a battle royal so it's easier to rank as a regular match for me for some reason. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to go with it. The Raw Rumble Whatever is my pick for match of the week right. that week. It was it was hard to pick. There weren't a whole lot of great matches, honestly. But I mean, yeah. that, that tag match really stood out for me. And the fact that Lawler won the, the Raw Rumble match was, was very cool. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that just because of that. And plus I picked the same match the week before. Right. I think it all worked out pretty well. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's going to do it. Uh... I'm going to wrap this show up. And uh, the uh, all-time fantasy tag team champions of the universe tournament is... Forthcoming. It is so, so close. So sign up to be a judge if you haven't confirmed it with me. Send uh, extra confirmations just in case. I forgot about you. I'm sure I haven't. (laughs) But how can they do all that, Chris? Uh, You can go to cnjradio.com to see Joey's uh, random show thoughts. What are you calling them? I do raw yeah. random thoughts, raw but that one goes thoughts. off the tongue pretty yeah. quick. The other one I just say, like, Superstars blog, okay. SmackDown. I do SmackDown random thoughts, too. But I have the three work, three weeks of those superstars on one entry, so I break yeah. those matches down a lot more than I would a raw SmackDown, yeah, because so you probably saw those. Go see what you're missing out on Superstars, because we just picked two matches. I, well, we picked one match from two weeks yeah. for, uh, for our matches of the week. Uh, cnjradio.com and you can contact us at whs at cnjradio.com we'll get that message or just go to our Facebook which is linkfromthe.com and message us there please subscribe on iTunes linkfromthe.com and leave us a review because that would be awesome alright yes yeah, send us an email and tell Chris what he should do on Wrestlemania weekend oh yeah should he go to the Hall of Fame or should he go see Dragon Gate they still haven't announced a card, or they have announced people that are going to be there at Dragon Gate uh, that weekend. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I I forgot to write the list down, but I know that's Ch- a tease for next week. Yeah, we'll next Chima week. is definitely going to be there. Ooh. So they haven't um, announced anybody else for Hall of Fame. I'm getting nervous. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Chima. Mm. Ooh. W- weren't they number one and two like in that worker list that we got like forever ago from? 
Cornish Adam. Remember he sends that list oh, that, that yeah. British magazine ranked? I, I want to say. No, it was Kenta and Shawn Michaels yeah. for one and two. Something but that's, like that. you know, was, I remember Chima was on the list. He was yeah. up there. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know, Chris. I remember yeah. last year's Hall of Fame, though. Remember they announced, like, Mad Dog for Shawn and Antonio Inoki, like, so last minute? Yeah. And those are good names. Yeah. I just hate that. I would just hate if they did that this year with some of some really good people. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't it's know. very neck and neck with you, I know, right yeah. now still. I guess that's going to do it. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. What made Milwaukee famous has made a loser out of me. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Nobody was perfect like did, Jerry. <laughs>